Hey fam, hello, hello, hello. Family, I am here with a word today, okay? And the Bible verse that came into my spirit is Proverbs 14 verses 1. So let's go there. And it says, a wise woman builds her home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. Okay. Now, we, 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 this is your knowing your worst theories, okay, sis? So, stay with me. Stay with me, all right? Lord, have your way in the name of Jesus. All of you, Lord, and none of me, you speak what you need to speak to your children. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, stay with me, sis. Um, let's talk about Playhouse, okay? Because we, we have to talk about this. If you are not building your home on a firm foundation, which is the rock, which is Jesus Christ, when storms come, it's going to fall. So if your household is not in biblical order, shall I say, when storms come, it's going to be unsettled. It's going to, things are going to be shaken. Things are going to collapse because your house is not on a firm foundation. So if you are in a house playing house with, with, with somebody, if you are in relationships and you know those people are not for you, don't be surprised when the storm comes and things will start crumbling, okay? A wise woman will build her 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 home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. Don't be foolish. Don't be out here just trying to do things where you, the way that you feel like it should be done, but lean on the Lord's understanding. Allow the Lord to minister to you. Allow him to show you the way to keep a building upon the rock. You understand me? Hold on. We got to go to... um. Hold on. Let's go to Matthew 7, verse 24. My kids is lit today, okay? And I'm just letting them just have their way, okay? So if you hear them, they in their room a little turn right now. But it's it's all good. And it says, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise. Like a person who builds a house on solid rock. So if he said, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise. Like a person who builds a house on a on solid rock. So when you apply God's word, when you allow God's word to start working through you, when you choose to follow the biblical um, standpoint in your life, when you choose to live your life as a true follower, a true doer of the word, you begin to build your house on solid rock. You are counted as wise when you listen to the Lord's instructions. When you come to this meeting place, when you come to within her beauty, if you really put into practice what you hear the Holy Spirit saying to you, you are wise. But foolish are you to hear what what, what the Lord is speaking to you and then you go back to doing what, what he told you not to do. 
going back to situations that do not produce fruit. You are foolish because you're trying to build a house with your own hands. You're trying to go about this world by your understandings, but the Lord is telling you how to live. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. Because it's built on bedrock. So when the storm comes, if you if you apply God's word even in the storm, you will not fail. It will not return back void. It will produce plenty of fruit. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish. Like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. So when you start to do things your way, when you start to feel like I can handle it, if you start trying to lean on your own instincts, your own understandings, you'll you'll start to see how situations are collapsing before you, how you realize you were wrong in what you did, that the Lord's instructions was true. You get it? A wise woman builds her house, but a foolish one will tear it down with her own hands. Let's talk about this, okay? Because I really just be feeling in my heart that I got to come to y'all with y'all man issues. Like, I got to be real. Like, because you know what? I feel like most females will play stupid faster for a man than they would for another like female best friend like it ain't nothing to cut off your female best friend but it'd be so hard to take your grips off of a counterfeit so sis i gotta come here if you are sitting here and this man do not claim you or he claims you but he but he just say that you his girlfriend and let's say that um y'all been y'all been putting some time in or maybe y'all on and off right because people be thinking it's cute to be like we've been on and off for the last like 18 years like boo that's not cute he's playing you he he know he, he knows that you're really not it but you're convenient for him can i talk about it you're convenient he know that he can come to you he can say what he gotta say and then boom now he got somewhere to stay right right but when you apply God's word and you set boundaries and you tell him what you expect and what you don't expect, when you begin to value yourself, when you begin to know your worth and you begin to understand who you are, then you're counted as wise. Every time you take that person back, you are foolish. It's foolishness. Because you already know. You already know, sis. Listen. I was good for being one of them females that be like, oh, yeah, me and him been on and off together for like six years now. That ain't cute. To be, be, I'm just literally telling you I've been getting dogged out for six years. Like, no, no, no. If he wants you, he is going to pursue you and that pursuit is going to be relentless. It's going to be relentless. Let me give you the definition of relentless because let's say it together. It's power in that definition, okay? Oppressively constant, harsh or inflexible, oppressively consistent. He is going to be on you like white on rice. We read in Ruth where Naomi told her, 
Don't worry, daughter. Boaz is not going to rest until he does what he needs to do. This man is not going to have rest until he does what he needs to do for you. He's not going to be out in these streets worried about other females. He's not going to be out in these streets and, and, and relaying to other people's beds. You're not going to be getting phone calls saying your man is laying with them. You're not going to be hearing people be saying, oh, I think I'm, well, I don't think I'm pregnant by your man. You're not going to hear that, boo, because his pursuit is going to be relentless. It's going to be relentless. Another one says, showing or promising no, uh, what's that word? Abatement or of severity, intensely strength, strengthened or paced. Hold on, I'm reading something else. Another one says, being relentless provides you with so much such as purpose and meaning at both your everyday life and work which will allow you not only to not only build strong relationships but also take control of your success he gonna know boo he's gonna know but if you keep on sitting here spending your time with counterfeits you wasting time you're wasting time. Let me tell you something. Another thing. Because maybe you are struggling with people who smile in your face, but all the while they want to take your place. Them backstabbers. They showed you who they was. Believe them. Don't be like, oh, well, maybe it'll be different this time. No. What, what my dad say? What my dad told me before? He said... A tiger can't change his stripes. He said something. I got to ask him what he said. I should call him and then come back. Because I think he said a tiger can't change his stripes. Meaning, a person can't change who they is. By their self. I can't change who I am by myself. I need God to change me. I need the Lord to break the cycles in my life. And if you are around people, bad company corrupts good morals. It do. It's hard for you to further yourself when you're sitting amongst the cursed. That's why you hear Jesus when he tells the people to part from me. He says, away with you cursed ones. Because you can't have the blessed mixed in with the curse. You can't have the wheat with the tares. For a time is good. But when you go to take up the wheat, if you take up the tares too soon, the wheat will go with it. But when it's time to take up the wheat, it's time to throw away them tares and burn them. You feel me? It, it it was for a season that people are in your life for a season. They are in your life for a season. But you got to let these seasonal people go. Okay? You would think I was crazy if I was outside in 100 degree weather wearing some Ugg boots, a whole sweatsuit, got a thermal underneath, a hat and gloves. You would be saying I was crazy. Had had my winter jacket on and it's 100 degrees. You would be like, she's crazy. But some of you are doing that with seasonal people. You are still chilling with people that is out of your season. So you look just as foolish as what I just gave you. You look just as foolish as me walking around in my winter stuff in the summertime because you're with people who no longer serve you. Mm, I'm going to say that for you again. You are with people who no longer serve you. 
You were supposed to, yeah, you were supposed to eat the little bit of meat that was on that bone, but you were supposed to spit out the bone when you was done. Some of you just chewing on the bone. They were just there to give you a little bit of meat. They were there so you could become more discerning, more vigilant. But now it's time to stay away with you, cursed one. Okay. A wise woman will build her house. But a foolish one will tear it down her own hands. Are you going to lean on so much of what you want? Will you not want to give up everything to follow the Lord? Or will you give up everything to follow him? Will you give up everything? Or will you be like, mm, I'm not comfortable with that. I'm going I'm to keep this. I'm going to keep that. No, it's all or nothing with the Lord. He said, if you cling on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give your life up for, for his sake and the sake of the gospel, you'll find it. And family, I can sit here and tell you, it's so many things I had to give up for the Lord. But what I gained to this point is so worth it. I am able to say I know my creator. The God who formed me, I know him. The God who causes the sun to rise and the moon and the moon to go down and the moon to rise and the sun to go down. I know him. I know him. I know his I know him. I'm able to say he knows me. But how many of you can really say that God will say, I know you? Or are you so deep in your sin? Are you so conformed to this world that you don't even look like what he told, what he, what he, what he created you to be? You, he can't even recognize you because you're so deep in your sin. That's a question to ask yourself. Am I so deep in my sin that I'm unrecognizable? Have I allowed my heart to grow so hard that I don't even want to hear what he's saying to me? I don't even want to practice what he's teaching me. I want to go my way. Because let me tell you something. As you go your way, you're tearing your house down with your own hands. You're tearing your life up with your own hands. Whatever he took from you is because he has better. Do you hear me? Whatever he took from you is because he has better. It's not because he's being mean to you. Your sadness will be turned into joy, but will you trust them? Mm, 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 mm. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hold up. Let me see. I'm about to give you another Bible verse. Give me a second. Uh, let's go to Matthew chapter nine, 19, Matthew chapter 19, and we are going to start at verse 16. Someone came to Jesus with this question, teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? Why ask about what is good, Jesus replied. There is only one who is good. But to answer your question, if you want to receive eternal life, keep the commandments. Which ones, the man asked. 
And Jesus replied, you must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. Honor your father and mother. Love your neighbor as yourself. I've obeyed all these commandments, the young man replied. What else must I do? Jesus told him, if you want to be perfect, go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. But when the young man heard this, he went away sad for he had many possessions. Then Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you the truth. It is very hard for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. I'll say it again. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astounded. Then who is in who in the world can be saved? So I want you to go on Google because it's the best way I can give you this analogy of what Jesus said. Because it's a literal camel and it's it's like a it's like a walkway that the camel goes through. And I need you to Google a, a camel going through the eye of a needle. And that's how impossible it is when you're holding on to your possessions to enter the kingdom of heaven. Go look at the image, okay? And hold on. Maybe I should send you a show you a link. I should show you a link because it's like a gate, and it's like it's literally impossible for because it, it's literally impossible for it to go through this door. Like the the gate, it, it's it's impossible. Okay, it's too big. It has to shrink. It has to become. It has to humble itself. You get what I'm saying? I'm saying this. Catch it. It has to shrink. It can't go in there the way that it's, it's made. The way that it it has the all of its things, everything that's like all the water and stuff. It can't do that. It has to decrease. Hold on, real quick. My son's right here. So I'm saying this, my baby family. So I'm saying this to say that you can't enter into the kingdom. The way you think you can. You have to decrease so he can increase. Remember John said he must become greater and greater. That I have to become less and less. Right? Hold on. We can go to there. We can go to there. Because listen, that's a banger. And that's something that I would pray all the time. And still may you become. Wait, hold on. He has to become. Okay, John 3 and 30. Let's go there. Uh, so let's start. Hold up. Hold on, let's go a little higher. Let's go to verse 26. So John's disciples came to him and said, Rabbi, the man you met on the other side of the Jordan River, the one you identified as the Messiah, is also baptizing people, and everybody is going to him instead of coming to us. John replied, No one can receive anything unless God gives it from heaven. You yourselves know how plainly I told you I am not the Messiah. I am only here to prepare the way for him. 
It is the bridegroom who marries the bride, and the bridegroom's friend is simply glad to stand with him and hear his vows. Therefore, I am filled with joy at his success. He must become greater and greater, and I must become less and less. And that's the mindset you have to have. That he must become greater and greater. And I must become less and less. In this life, when you give your life to Jesus, it's no longer you who lives, but it's Jesus who lives in you. Remember how he just told the rich man, "What are you? why do you want to know what's good? It's only one person that's good, and it's Jesus. That's the only way. Is to allow him to live through you, for him to become greater and greater, and you to become less and less. That means take your hands off of those situations. That means that the Lord says, nail that to the cross and carry it. You, you nail them people to the cross and carry it. You can't have that relationship no more. Pick, carry it. Yes, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be hard. You gotta leave that relationship alone. Nail that relationship to the cross. Yeah, you you can't spend your time with all these distractions and on social media all the time. Now you need to nail that to the cross because I need you to spend time with me. I I need that part of you to die so I can live. That is what God is saying. He has come from above and he is greater than anyone else. We are of the earth and we speak of earthly things, but he has come from heaven and is great is greater than anyone else he testifies about what he has seen and heard but how few believe what he tells them anyone who accepts his testimony can affirm that god is true for he is sent by god he speaks god's words for god gives him the spirit without limits god gives jesus the spirit without limits and he say allow me to live in you Allow me to walk and live in you and through you. And watch how your life changes. Watch how your worth will shoot up. You hear me? It's like the, um, you know how with the housing market lately, well, like real estate, how everything shot up. Like even things that you might be looking on the, on the, um, on the, the, like the little websites and stuff. And you're like, how is that worth that? But it's because it's the, se- it's the season for it. It's your season for your value to shoot up. But do you see it? <coughs> do you see it? Simply because it's the season for the housing market, for it to be a, a, a seller's market, it just shot up. And God says, I will do that for you. I'll bring it to your season and your value can shoot up. But will you yield to me? When you walk with me, some of you are trying to walk ahead of him. You ever, you ever be trying to walk ahead of somebody, but you don't know where you going. So all you doing is keep on having to look back to see if you walk next to him. Hold on. My other child walked up, but let me finish this. Hold on. If you walk next to him, you side by side, you can see where y'all going because you right there with him. When he, when he go right, you go right. When he walking straight, you walking straight. When he yields, you yield. But if you a few steps ahead of him, you going to miss the mark when he stop. Hold on real quick. I can't never be great. 
It says the father loves his son and has put everything into his hands. And anyone who believes in God's son has eternal life. Anyone who doesn't obey the son will never experience eternal life, but remains under God's angry judgment. To, to, to just know Jesus is eternal life. Oh my goodness. Now somebody call it child. Hold up real quick. Oh child, I tell you. But back to what I was saying to you, to know Jesus is the key to your eternal life. That's why he says that he oh he could open the door. He is the he he is the key. He will give you the keys to the kingdom. He is the key. It's knowing him is the key. He says, I have I will open a door that no man can shut. Because he's the key. But will you listen to his teachings and obey it? Will you be counted as wise or will you be counted as foolish? It's up to you. Do you want to be a fool? I ain't being a fool for nobody. Okay? I spent my time being a fool and I ain't like the way it made me feel. I want to be counted as wise. I want to be counted as righteous. And the only way I can do that is if I yield to God and I allow Jesus to live in me and I allow him to work through me. That's the only way I'm going to become the person that I know I can be. A lot of people are not content in your life in life. Says you are not content in your life because you are not living the life that God has set before you. You are clocking into this regular degular nine to five. You are going home and you have no peace. You feel empty, you feel alone, you feel broken because you are not allowing God to walk through and work through you. You are living a life that you have built with your own hands. But will you give God your yes? That's all we asking for is that you give God your yes. So I'm going to pray for you. Holy Spirit, you already know if you need to move some more, go ahead and move some more. I'm going to pray and then listen. We're going to just see what happens. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you for this day, Father. I thank you for the breath in our lungs, Lord. I thank you. That you always make a way when it seems to be no way, Lord. I thank you for our strength today, Father. I thank you for our health, Lord. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your promises that you have placed over our lives, Lord. And I'm praying for this child receiving this word, Lord. I'm praying that they will listen to your teachings and obey it, Lord. I pray that they will yield to you, Father. And instead of going ahead of you, Father, they'll follow you. They'll follow you, Jesus. I'm praying that anything that doesn't serve you in their life, Father, be consumed in Holy Ghost fire, Father God. That it's nailed to the cross, Father, and and, and they become dead to that. And so they can live for you, Lord. Father, I just pray that your name gets all the glory it deserves because you are the realest one I know, Jesus, okay? And I just give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Family, just obey his teaching. Stay in your word, you know. Crucify your flesh. It's so hard to die to yourself. I know, family. I know it's so hard to die to yourself. I'll be sitting here reading the Bible. The next thing I know, I'm on a YouTube short. And I'm like, how did I get here? 
But if will 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 you still surrender? Will you be like, Zach, I spent too much time on YouTube today. Zach, I'm spending a lot of time on the phone. Why don't I die to myself so Christ can live? Why don't I go and read the Bible so I can get another revelation? Why don't I give up this meal today? Why don't I fast so I can feel closer to you, God? I'll show you that I'm willing to make my body a living sacrifice for you, Father. Okay? That's, that, that's what he wants. He wants to just, just to walk with you. He wants you to follow him. He didn't say, I'm going to follow you. He said, follow me. Follow me. And it, it, just, just trust him, okay? Trust God, and he will blow your mind, okay? I love you so, 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 so much. And let's say this together. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.